Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. I am playing with some new software today that I'm really excited about. And if I love it, I'm going to share it with you guys. But essentially, I'm recording on a new system, running some new software, and I'm so excited to hear how it turns out at the end of this. So it has been about a four week break in podcasts. There is a couple of reasons for that, Um, mainly school holidays, which totally screwed up my life, but also we've had the book launch. And to be honest, the book launch took up way more time than I anticipated that it would. So I had to sit down with my coach and go, okay, what's a priority right now? What's not? And the podcast had to take a back seat for two episodes. The good news is those two episodes were recorded. They just weren't edited. So they will be coming out. You are still going to get to experience the goodness of those two episodes that we missed. Um, They will be coming. But I wanted to record this one first and kind of shuffle around the flow of the podcast that I recorded because I wanted to talk to you guys about the book. Like I said, we launched the book um, and that happened a week ago. Well, it's been up for pre-orders for two weeks and life exploded. My personal life exploded and then my business exploded into this whole nother level that I never even imagined was possible. Like shit got intense, guys. I went from this little no one who'd kind of written a book and keeping it kind of secret to suddenly I've got media contacting me and people wanting me to do interviews with them and all this stuff happening. And then suddenly it hit number three on the bestseller list on Amazon And all these orders are coming through. My my social media just blew up. I had no time to even respond to half of my DMs. And it just got really big, really fast. Um, So it's been great. It's been amazing. It's like the best problem to have. Oh my God, my business has grown so fast. Um, But it was just unexpected for me. It really, it really was. Like I'm not just trying to be hashtag fake humble right now. It was really unexpected. I've published eBooks before. I put out a lot of content. You guys know that. I'm always so excited to do that. But somehow putting out like a physical book has just, I think people feel like it's a more legitimate thing. It's something that they understand. It's something that the average person can really comprehend. So everyone's been really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. And it just kind of has gotten insane. But I want to wind back a little bit and start at the beginning. And this was really last year. In the middle of the year, I was doing some coaching in a mastermind and a membership. And they were talking about like, what's the big scary goal that you haven't done yet that you know you want to do, but you're holding off on. And I had this full spiritual download, which is just like, you know, you've been putting off your book. I've been talking about it for years. 
that was the great thing about when I launched, everyone was like, oh, you've finally done it. You've been talking about it for years. I've known you wanted this for so long because I haven't been secret about the fact that I wanted to write a book. It's just the actual doing, the actual writing of the book. And when you're someone like me who struggles like hardcore with perfectionism, the idea of writing a book and putting it out there for the world to criticize is fucking terrifying. And so the middle of last year, I was like, okay, I got to do this, right? I got to do this. Otherwise someone else is going to do it. Someone else is going to get out there and, and say what I want to say and is going to impact the people that I want to impact. And it's just time to move through your fear and get it done, Shona. So I was like, okay, I'm having a baby in December. Let's launch the book by then. Let's get the book done. Let's like have it out in the world by December. And yeah, that was like super not the smartest idea to have. It was in my head. It was really cool. I'm like, I'm going to give birth to this baby and I'm going to birth my book out into the world. And it's going to be just like so transformative. And I had in my head that I'm going to have this total, total like Peter Kelly moment, um, which is this amazing author who I look up to so much. Um, so you should go and check out her stuff as well. Peter Kelly, she's on Instagram. Her books are fire. Um, what am I saying? Right. So I had this idea that I would launch the book, launch the baby out into the world and it would all be dandy. Right. And then no, I had the most complicated pregnancy, which you guys know, uh, gestational diabetes. Hudson was born. He went into surgery. I went into surgery. The whole world got turned upside down and it was a mess. Basically, I'd put this false timeline on myself where I was like, if I put a deadline on myself, I'll get it done. And but there was still part of me that wasn't quite like I, I was just doing it because I told myself I would do it. I didn't really feel the message. It wasn't really clear. So what I was doing is I was pulling all these transcripts from podcasts and I was pulling previous blogs that I'd written to try and put this thing together and basically just hit the word count to be able to say, oh yeah, I've written X amount of words, this is a book, and then send it off to be edited and published. Part of me was going, I've already done all the work, all the content's there. Someone else turned this into a book for me, right? I, I even like, I was definitely contacted by people who were ghost writers that would have taken all of my content, my podcast and everything, and it turned it into a book, um, which is, it was still a good idea, but if something didn't felt feel right and I'm not discounting I'm not saying I won't use a ghostwriter in the future I may it didn't feel right so I was due to have Hudson and I had a book I still have it on my desktop here goodbye money guilt version one and it's about double the size of the book that has been published today and what I ended up doing was basically throwing that out I, I kept it but I, I mentally and spiritually threw that out and started again. So after I had Hudson, I was in an amazing place, an amazing place. I felt so feminine and vulnerable and open and creative. And it was this really incredible time in my life. It was. And because of that, I had like all this creative stuff happening, all this flow and alignment. And I just realized that book draft I had was not it. It was not going to be it. It was a mess. It was a fucking mess, right? So I spiritually threw that book out and I think Hudson was about three weeks old. Um, he's three weeks old. My husband had just gone back to work. That's right. Three weeks old. Hubby had gone back to work. 
my kids were staying with my grand, my in-law, sorry, my parents actually, not my in-laws. They were staying at my parents for a couple of days because they were school holidays and my parents wanted to have them up to stay. So this new little baby that slept a lot during the day, slept great overnight. The house was clean. No one was here to mess it up because the kids weren't here. I'd had all these meals delivered by my friends, by the local CAFs, by all my community friends. So the, the fridge was stocked. I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to clean. And as Hudson laid down on the bed next to me and had his sleeps during the day, I would open up the laptop and sit next to him because I loved watching him sleep. I'm one of those mums. And I started writing again. And it all just poured out of me. It all just poured out. And it was beautiful. I got the majority of the book written in like three days. The majority of the book. And it was like before where I had this messy, I want to talk about everything and I want to help so many different people. And I had like 22 chapters and I'm like, I want to touch on this and I want to touch on that. I want to touch on this. And it really came down when I sat down and thought about it and I opened the Word document. Actually, I, I wrote it, I started writing it in Calmly, which is an app you can get on Chrome, which is really great because it has no distractions. And I feel like this was the time in my life where I had no distractions. I had no comparison. I was in this place where I really trusted myself and my message just came out. It came straight through me as it was meant to be without any outside influence or competitiveness or comparison trying to be something it wasn't. And I stopped worrying about the word count and I stopped worrying about like, oh my God, I have to talk about X, Y, Z because other coach talks about X, Y, Z. I was just like, what do I want to help people with? I, I don't want to go into every single manifestation ritual. That's like book number two, right? I really want to get to the, the subconscious root of people's money shit. I want to talk about that. The Goodbye Money Guilt is going to be about transforming your relationship with money. Then we're going to talk about in book number two, which is coming out next year. Then we're going to talk about manifesting more, learning how to manifest, learning how to build and create wealth and a real abundance mindset. But first I want to deal with the shit. And it, it was really this realization of I could very easily create a book about affirmations and journaling prompts and how to sage your house to call in more abundance and all the money spells. And it's not going to benefit anyone unless they deal with their money crap. So through, spiritually throughout the book, I went back to the drawing board, opened up this Calmly app on Chrome on my desktop and started writing. And suddenly I had like 15,000 words in, in three days. Then, of course, my kids came back home. Hudson got a little bit older. He stopped sleeping as much. The kids went back to school. Then coronavirus hit. Then they were home for six weeks straight and I'm homeschooling them. And I didn't get to open the book. I didn't get to be in that place of that calm and trust again. It was the most frustrating part of 2020 with all the fuckery that has happened. I, that I wrote the majority of this book in three days and then it took so long to actually finish it, edit it, put it all together. But once, what I realized as well is once I threw out the idea that it had to be a certain word count, it got so much easier. Because really, what's the point of just saying, I have this thick book and it's going to change your life? It's going to take you eight hours to like read it or a month to read it. Why can't I just say I have this awesome book and it's jam-packed full of value and every word is precious. Every sentence is gold. Every page can change your life if you let it. And it's not about being thick and it's not about having this 
huge mammoth ginormous book just to try and like justify a price my book is, is small my book is only 157 pages it's not small it's it's like but it's not a thick book it's not like has anyone read the four hour work week that book is like super thick you know this is not a jk rowling novel this is the most bang for every single word i just once you throw out the idea about the word count being important and you just go how can i give the most value as possible in a digestible way in something that women can work through promptly that they you know you buy a book you don't want to have to commit two months to reading it to action this stuff you want to be able to smash it out in a weekend and the more i thought about it the more i was affirmed like i thought about the books that have created the most impact in my life um there's a book called seasons of life by jim Rohn, and it's it's barely a book it's pretty much a pamphlet right and yet that book has had the most profound impact on every aspect of my life and i think it's something like maybe 100 pages i'm not sure it's in my bookshelf i can't reach it when i've got the microphone clicked in but it's a very very small book and it is is so profound another one is the four agreements is a, a very short small book it's about the same word count as my book once again it has the most value i've ever read in a book um, some great books when I was doing, you know, business stuff. I've, I've bought some massive business books that are still sitting half read in, on my bedside table. I wish I could finish them, but it's just too heavy going, right? Two of the most impactful books I read back in my network marketing journey was GoPro by Eric Worre and um, How to Rock Your Networking Mar Network Marketing Business by Sarah Robins. She was a rep for Roden and Fields, I believe. Both of those books helped me so much. They were the type of books that were, were covered in, in highlighters, that I'd scribbled notes in the margin that were, you know, that I would keep them in my handbag and in the nappy bag when I was out. And they, they were dog-eared and there was ripped pages and coffee stains and wine stains. And I think the book from Sarah Robbins even ended up like all warped and rippled because it was in my bag when Holly's drink bottle leaked once. My favorite books, and the best part about those two books was I actually got to pass them on to another friend in network marketing um, after book done. So I ended up self-publishing. I made that decision, even though I had been like approached by some publishing houses, some small ones, some local ones, some big ones, some global ones, I still made the decision to self-publish. Number one, the profit margin is larger. I like money, who doesn't? Second of all, I wanted more creative control. A couple of the publishing houses that were speaking with me about it, this was like two years ago, they were very firm on the type of language that they wanted to use. They didn't want the, or they wanted to sound more professional, more expert. They didn't want any swearing in the books. There were certain phrases that they, they were encouraging me to let go of. And it just felt like that's that's not me. I could certainly do that. And yes, then I would probably be stocked in major retail stores, but it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be a book written by me. So I really wanted, I didn't want anyone to dilute my message. I didn't want anyone to have more of a say about my book than I did. And that's why I decided to self-publish. I also felt like I preach to my clients, to my team, to anyone who I work with, my audience, that getting, it doesn't have to be perfect to be impactful. So I really wanted to put a book out there that was really grassroots, that I did, that I did myself, that I figured out, and I wanted to learn every step of it along the way. 
I really, it's not that I struggle to let go, but I like to learn things, especially as a business coach. Now I have the experience of someone coming to me and be like, how do I put a book out into the world? And I can be like, this is how we'll do it. Instead of being like, okay, well, this is the publisher, you, this is the um, editor you're going to contact, you know? I have that experience and I've learned how to do it. And I've always enjoyed learning new skills like that. Like I taught myself how to podcast. I taught myself how to write a book. I taught myself how to publish. And that's just really exciting to me. So I did work with a private um, company to kind of edit some things and to go over proofreading. But a lot of it before it got sent off to them was done by me. And I kind of went with the philosophy of once again, it doesn't have to be perfect to be impactful. And we were just kind of aiming for 95% perfect and to just get it out in the world. Cause you can certainly sit there and pick over a book again and again and again and again to try and get it perfect. And you're just, you're never gonna be able to get it completely perfect ever. And it, all that's doing is stopping you from putting it out into the world. So we went with the 95% and I'm, I'm pretty proud of what we've achieved. There's certainly some things that I would change if I do a second release of it. Um, I've already started working on book number two. So there's, but I'm overall, I'm really, really happy with it. And the feedback, he's dropped his dummy. The feedback that I'm getting from women is that it is life-changing. It is easy to read. Um, it's relatable. They feel like I'm sitting right next to them reading it. So I know that the intention that I set for this book, I've achieved every single part of that. And that makes me really, really proud. In terms of the cover art and what I decided to do there, um, it actually came down to working with a designer who did the, the branding elements, like the, the money notes, the hand and that type of stuff. And then just tweaking it and changing it because I have a unique book size and my spine template on the book is not very thick because it is a smaller book. There was certainly a lot of graphic stuff that we got held up on. Um, and up until literally 24 hours before I I sent it off to be approved. Um, the book was a peach color. The entire book was the my signature peach color because I was like, well, it's got to it's got to be peach. Obviously, it does. And I showed my husband right before I sent it off. I'm like, here's the final proof of the cover. I'm so excited. And he's like, baby, I think it should be white. I was like, what? Can be white? And he's like, no, babe, I, I really think it needs to be white. And you can put this peach strip down the bottom if you really need to have your peach in it. I'm like, of course I didn't have my peach in it. Now Hudson's trying to suck on the microphone wires. This is awesome. This is just parenting 101. Give me the podcast wire. Um, so up until the very last minute, it was going to be a peach book. And I'm so glad he shared his opinion with me. He probably didn't want to because he knew how stressed I was. Like I was not sleeping getting this thing out into the world. He probably was scared to share his opinion with me, but I'm so glad that he did because the book looks incredible as it does now with its white and its peach accents. And I'm so happy with it. And he's actually already given me his two cents onto the next book cover design as well. And I, I'm going to take his advice too, because it's good advice, right? He knows what he's talking about. So we ended up changing that at the very last minute, which is one of those just random decisions that really paid off. And so, yeah, I, I put it out, it got approved, it was sent off, it was all ready to go. And I ordered my first box of books um, before anyone else had seen it, before I launched it, before anyone had read it. And the box arrived at about nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning and I couldn't open it. I could not open the book. It sat on my, I actually put it in the laundry because I couldn't even look at the box of books. 
I put it in the laundry and I said to my husband, the books are here, I don't know what to do. And he's like, just wait for me, we'll open them together. And he, he came home with a really nice bottle of um, whiskey because I'm not a champagne girl. <laughs> so we had a whiskey and we opened the books as the family instead because I was, I was not brave enough to open this and hold it in my hand. I think it was in that moment I realized how big this was um, and how terrified I was as much as I know and I trust my message and I know that it was going to change the world there was this other part of me that the part of me that had been told I was a terrible writer or that I couldn't spell that no one will ever buy a book from me by people throughout my life that was just honestly terrified for criticism and backlash and being looking like an idiot too like what if I never sold a book what if I what if no one buys it what if it's awful what if no one likes it? I had so many, so much self-doubt, which I didn't think I had. I thought I was like, I oh, know I've dealt with imposter syndrome. I've dealt with my self-doubt. I know I'm great at this, but it's funny the situations and where that all pops up again. And really you have to sit with it and confront it. Um, but I opened the books up and holding my book in my hand for the first time was a really, really overwhelming experience. To be honest, I don't think my body, my brain, my heart knew what to do. Um, it was quite intense. And then, of course, the kids brought me back down to reality very quickly. It was like, Mum, why is your book so small? Oh, there's a photo of you on the back. What's for dinner? So it was, it's a surreal experience, but I think it wasn't what I expected either. Like when you think, I'm going to write a book and, and somehow you feel like everyone's going to be around you and it's going to be this big, wonderful thing. And then it just turns out it's you in your kitchen and your kids asking for what's for dinner. So you just never know how it's going to turn out. So the book went out for sale, um, pre-sale, sorry. And I didn't actually realize how it was going to be pre-sale because I, I put it up through a distribution center and essentially they were just going to offer it to all the companies who buy books. And it goes out onto this big listing and people can choose if they're going to purchase your book or not for their store. So I didn't know who was going to pick it up or not. I knew either way Amazon probably would because they just pick up everyone. So I was just like, I'm going to sell the book through Amazon. So I Googled it one day and yep, Goodbye Money Guilt by Shona Gates. It came up on Amazon. I was so excited and I kind of started sharing it with people that it was up for pre-orders. And then a few days later, I Googled it again and up came Target. And I was like, wait a minute, Target? What's happening here? I clicked on the link and followed it through to Target US. My book was up for pre-sales online at Target. And I think a part of me was like, no, no, I can't be in Target. That's not even possible. That's just, it must be some scam Target website. So I messaged my husband and said, I think the book got picked up by Target. And he's like, what? I messaged my best friend and I said, I think the book got picked up by Target. I think, I'm not sure it might be a scam. And so they were both checking online, checking the links, making sure it was a legitimate thing. And that's when I realized it was. Um, that I think was the first moment I'm like, oh, wow. And then within the next couple of days, it got picked up by Barnes and Nobles, by Dimmicks, Angus and Roberts, um, Books a Million, or eBay, it was on eBay, someone had it up, all these places had it up for pre-sale. I was just overwhelmed, just absolutely overwhelmed. So the book is published. It is here in my hands. The paperback copy went live on July 16th and the ebook is going to be available from August 1st. So I think the podcast is going to be out before then. So 
it's available in lots of different places as well. That was what was really important to me. There was something on the table where it was talking about exclusive rights through Amazon. So basically Amazon would be the only place to be able to sell it. It would be like an Amazon, um, Amazon's choice type of thing. And there's pros and cons to that, but I'm glad that I didn't decide to go down that path because there are people that for whatever reasons don't feel comfortable purchasing on Amazon, whatever preconceived notions they have about it or whatever personal experience they've got. You know, for me, I shop on Amazon and I know like 80% of my audience does and they love Amazon, especially if globally, Amazon is a big part of my business. But for people that aren't comfortable with it, I didn't want that to be the only option to get my book. So I'm so glad that my book is available on eBay, on uh, online, on Target, on Barnes & Noble, on Booktopia, on Dimmicks, Angus & Roberts. Um, you know, I'm fingers crossed. I know, sorry, I'm manifesting this. It will be available in stores at Big W and Target here in Australia. There's plenty of different options. People can just literally Google Goodbye Money Guilt by Shona Gates and they can find the option that suits them best. I made this choice as well. Instead of just selling it through my website, which you actually, you can't even like buy it directly on my website at the moment because it came back to stepping into my highest version of myself and other women in my industry when they launch their books they're not they don't have a thousand books sitting in their lounge room that they're like packaging up and sending out by the post office you know that's not something that they have time to do their businesses are multi-million dollar businesses they don't have time to individually send books out so i made the choice to go through the distribution and sell via amazon ebay target and things like that because i'm prepared it was this, the decision from the higher version of me. I was preparing myself for a multi-million dollar business, preparing myself to have 10,000 clients that I'm helping, knowing that I'm not going to have time to individually post out all these books. The other flip side of that is, is I've had so many inboxes, like so many, I haven't been able to get back to them all yet asking for a signed copy. Now you may have seen on Instagram, there was a few people who are like my, my biggest work wives, my supporters, my cheerleaders, women that actually helped me with feedback for the book, women that helped me with the graphics, women that helped me with some of the formatting and layout. And basically my, my tribe of cheerleaders encouraging me to create this book and helping me and supporting me along the process. I did order books. I did sign them. I did write thank you notes and I did post books to a very select handful. Um, and I think that that's what everyone, they've obviously been sharing on social media and everyone's like, how do I get my signed copy? And I'm like, Oh, actually you can't. Right. But I wanted to take a minute during this podcast to explain the decision behind that, why you can't go to my website and purchase. And, you know, if you email me and say, Oh, my book hasn't arrived yet, honey, there's nothing I can do. Like that's you contact Amazon, contact Target. I, I can't, I literally have no control over that, which is part of me doesn't like, but part of me, it's felt so fucking liberating to actually just hand that off to someone else and, and focus again. Like I've been able to dive straight in and focus creating on book number two. So we've got Goodbye Money Guilt. The next book coming out in 2021 is Hello Abundance. That's the, the working title we've got on it. I might work on something else, but so far we've got Goodbye Money Guilt and then Hello Abundance. Um, or hello, wealthy woman. We're going to figure it out anyway. So I want to be able to stay in that creative place. So I need someone else to handle the actual like printing distribution, sending to you guys. Um, 
And as well, every every website has different shipping fees. Every website has different shipping terms and like how fast things get out to you guys. So yeah, some people, some clients are getting their book faster than others because they're paid for express shipping because they're a member of Amazon Prime, whatever it happens to be for them. But that was a really, really important decision. And I, I did second guess myself a couple of points along the way. I'm like, oh, I'd have so much more control if it was just on my website and I was sending everything out and I could personalize every copy. But then it's like, Shona, you don't have time to wash your fucking hair at the moment. Um, <laughs> you don't need to be doing that to send out every book. But I've listened. I know you guys want the opportunity to get a signed copy. So I will be running a competition um, in probably in link with the ebook going live where I will be giving away a couple of signed copies. So make sure you're following me on Instagram and that's where I'll release kind of all the information about how to win that prize, which is going to be really, really fun. And please, if you have ordered the book, if you're receiving the book, if you're reading it, if it's changing your fucking life, like I know that it will, please share that with me. Like I've, I've created this baby and put it out into the world. And there's a part of me that's like, please let me know it's working. Please let me know this has been as transformative for you guys as it has been for me the first time I touched on this work. Please let me know that this is landing in the right place and resonating at the right time. Like this is my heart and soul in this book. Not to know that I need outside validation because I know that this is good work and this is going to change the world. But it means so much to me from the bottom of my heart. It means so much to me when you guys message me and you're excited because your book's here or you're excited because you've read the first chapter and it's been really amazing. It really does mean a lot to me. So if you happen to get a chance after you've purchased the book and you've read it and I'm not asking for your like five star reviews, but I'm asking for your honest feedback. If you've got some value out of it, please send me a DM, please share it on social media, please go to Amazon and post a review because you're helping someone else who might be thinking about um, getting the book. You're helping them make an informed choice. And that's what it's really all about. You never know what your story, your transformation is going to inspire in other people. Um, That's one thing I learned in network marketing. You just never know where your story is going going to turn up. Like the whole reason I started in network marketing was because of I saw a friend and she started because she saw a friend and up and down the line we actually figured it out it was actually a woman I got to meet her in person and it was her transformation put on a flyer that it inspired like 12 women before me to jump in and say yes to the opportunity that was now making me thousands of dollars of every month right you just never know who you're and, and she broke down in tears when I told her. It's like, do you realize how many lives you've changed? She had no idea. She was just a mum who lost a little bit of weight and put it on a flyer, right? She had no idea that this much change was happening because of her. Um, and you gotta think like your transformation, your story, your testimonial will inspire so many other people. And I know that when you read the book, you'll probably resonate with quite a few of the case studies in there. Some of my beautiful clients gave me permission to share their story share their transformation share their experience in the book and obviously we've changed the names and we've changed a few of the details to make sure things are confidential because when you're talking about money and you're talking about relationships with your parents sometimes you just need a little bit of an anonymity anonymity and you need it to be anonymous I don't know the word. I don't have, and I know the word. I can spell it. I can't say it. You need to be, you need the anonymousness of it. I can say that word, right? <laughs> 
So, thank, like, I know you guys are going to resonate so much with those stories. Let your story about what this book does for you inspire others as well. So send me a DM, share it on social media, head over to Amazon and write a review, put a review up on Target, wherever you've got the book from. I'm just really excited and please know that I, I read every single one and from the bottom of my heart, it means so much. So that was a little bit on today's podcast. I just wanted to share with you guys about the process of writing and publishing the book. Obviously, I'm only a week into being a new author. So I will hopefully do another podcast down the track and update you guys with how things are going um, with the book down the track. Um, every order gets me so excited. You know they, how they say like when you purchase from a small business, someone does a happy dance. Every time I see someone has ordered the book I, and, and we're up to like, you know, we're entering the hundreds now. I get so excited. I do do a little happy dance because I just go, that's another life changed. You know, that's another entire family impacted in a positive way. That's another cycle of lack and scarcity in those generations broken moving forward. And it really does excite me, guys. So yeah, I'm hopefully I'll update you guys in a couple of months about how everything's going. If you have any questions um, that you would like me to cover in the next podcast, please hit me up on Instagram or email um, laura at sexyselfish.com and she's going to take note of all those questions. Um, And yeah, I've had a really great time sharing this with you guys and I will see you on the next podcast. P.S. Go and buy the book, (laughs) like little toot toot shameless plug here go and buy the book because it will change your life if you loved this episode please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish to check out more of the sexy selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com it's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you thank you so much for being here with me today on the sexy selfish show and showing up today to become the best version of you I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.